You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah, and today we are going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Madison. Madison is from the Northeast. She lives in mid-city Los Angeles. She's an adventure junkie who loves exploring the unknown trails, parks, and bars. She's intrigued by the what-ifs of life. Welcome to the show, Madison. How are you today? I'm great, Noah. Thanks so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Right on. So (laughs) tell us, uh, what's your relationship status now? You know, it's really hard to define, but I kind of like that. So I would say single, but secretly seeing someone, whatever Ooh. that may be. So, you know, I have multiple people in my life, but I think there, there's one specific lover that's really means something special to me. And it's something that is completely outside of the norm and definitely pushes the boundaries of what maybe I should be doing or who I should be dating. It's terrifying, but honestly, I, I love it. And I'm, I'm kind of sucked in. Mm. Wow, there's so much there's so much to to pull out of that. So dissect there. <laughs> yes. Let's start with this secret and yes. what makes it something that it, it almost sounds as if it's taboo. What makes it so it, taboo? That's so funny you say that, Noah, because that's the title of our playlist. <laughs> it totally is taboo. And well, it's taboo based on what society is telling us, of course. But it's a secret because it's it's my employer, it's my boss. So dun, dun, dun. Yeah, here we go. And, you know, I'm someone, I take a lot of pride in the work I do and always, you know, I'm, I'm not so much by the book, but I, you know, I'm an athlete. And so I know what it's like to have a coach and respect the seniority. And so this is like, whoa, this is a little different, but yeah, it's a secret because I don't want to reveal the truth to all the, you know, a lot of the people out there who may have judgment on me. And, you know, probably at some point I got to get over that fear, but you know, my closest girlfriends know because everyone needs a little advice here and there, but I still keep it super close to my chest. And that comes with positives and negatives. I love it. It's like, you know, that's the night it's my forbidden fruit. It's my taboo, but it also like can in way, it can weigh on me at some points. Well, tell mm-hmm. us the story of how the relationship developed. What happened? Like walk it's us, walk pretty us embarrassing. through it. It was very unexpected, Noah, for real. Well, let's rewind three years ago, which is insane to even think it was three years ago. And I'm at the, our Christmas party and, you know, everyone at my company, we, we like to celebrate. And I guess we all just had a little bit too much Jameson and somehow, some way him and I ended up in the women's bathroom completely... Like we were one person, we were no longer two. <laughs> Pants were down, the whole thing happened. And uh, in walks my accountant. So that was absolutely terrifying. And, you know, I honestly, I barely remember it. So he, he tells me the story all the time. I think each time he tells me that there's a different version. But that's how it all started. And I was petrified. I was petrified. So yeah, that morning I woke up and I was, I was really mad. I was mad at myself. Like it's, you know, it was fun. It was great. But, you know, we, it all stayed in that bathroom and it was, it was scary going to work the next day. I'll Mm. tell you that. Yeah. He called Mm. me into his office 
Uh-huh. You know what it's like going into the corner office and you're like, no, 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 no. But you know, it was, it was okay. Obviously I am where I am. So it wasn't too bad. Just so now it's like the accountant has like blackmail on you or what? <laughs> you know, she's the sweetest thing ever. You know, I commend her because she, she looked after me. She wanted to make sure I was okay. You know, watching out for from woman, woman to woman. She, you know, she took me to dinner with a few other females from the office and tried to give me the platform to speak about it. But I, I'm a vault. You know, I really, I keep my mouth shut. I'm respecting him. I'm also respecting myself. And I just chose not to speak about it. But I know she knows. And ironically, you know, that night I lost my really fantastic Christmas blazer. But she, she bought me a new one and was like being a, she was, you know, she was offering me the opportunity to speak up, but I never did. So we still have that. She, you know, we still have that lingering in the air. Mm-hmm. But the connection has continued. So the connection has amplified. Amplified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and meanwhile, it's still kept under the rug officially. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And no. I mean, our closest friends know because obviously, you know, when you have someone that you care about so much, you want to bring them around the other people that you care about so much. So our friends, um, our close friends know, and, uh, but no one at work, mm. no one at work. And so do you find that dynamic, does it make it exciting? It does. It's, you know, the thrill of, I shouldn't be doing this, but I am. It's that, like I said, the forbidden fruit, it's, it's wandering into the own unknown. And it's, you know, what was really interesting was exploring him in a different light. Like I saw him evolve. Cause when I, you know, when I, before our intimacy began, you know, I just saw him as my boss. I saw him as, you know, someone who's delegating orders. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing him as a whole different being. And it was very interesting. It was a really interesting process. And I think, I think it was the same thing for him learning more about myself. So it's like, it's some, I've never been addicted to anything in my life, but for some odd reason, there's something that I'm addicted when it comes to him, Mm. which is weird. Cause I'm, I'm like, in every, every, or every other relationship I've been in, I'm the guy. You know, I'm the one who's like, eh, whatever, I can live without you. <laughs> but there's something there that's got me hooked. Yeah, and it's interesting that there's almost a constraint where it's not, you're not able to fully go into <laughs> relationship thing. And so yes. you're able to have this addiction, but at the same point in time, you yeah. can't go overboard because there's... Mm-hmm. There's a boundary. There's like a yeah, little line. Yeah, there's like a, yeah. a gutter rail that's 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 there for keeping you yeah. from going down the gutter. Going over yeah. the cliff. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, really interesting. So, so tell me now how you structure the other dates that you have. Because it, it sounds like you do have mm-hmm. other people that come in and out of your life. I like being around multiple people. It's one person doesn't always satisfy me, but I've found that being with him has satisfied most of me. And But at the same time, when I'm with him, it's difficult because, you know, he's associated with work. So that is a whole conversation on its own. But for all the other individuals I have in my life, it's, it's not as deep and it's not as like sincere as what I experienced with him, but I'm not a online dater. I'm terrible at apps, absolutely terrible. So it's either people I've known in my past or people who I've met out about and about, you know, at bars or things like that. And I have a, you know, a blast with them. I love learning and I love, you know, just talking with people anyway and, and getting intimate with them. But uh, it's, it's not in the same caliber by any means. 
And I found myself giving this guy a little bit more of the advantage compared to the other contenders, which I feel bad about, but I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a different, it's a different sensation. Once you start to develop a connection with somebody, there's, right. there's a lot of different nuances going on and, and mm-hmm. we have this pair bonding gene in us as well. So as much mm-hmm. as we love the, the, just the thrill of the hunt, sometimes there is a deeper connection that, Right. that we're trying to manifest sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So walk me through a story of a, of a time that maybe you had a really wild date and, and what happened? <laughs> Give us a juicy story. Oh my gosh. Well, how about embarrassing? Juicy, embarrassing? You got, Does that yeah. Qualify? Embarrassing is great. Juicy, okay. embarrassing is fine. Well, we were on the edge of embarrassing, but it almost got there. Because we try to confine our, ourselves, you know, within certain bounds so people don't always see us together. But our new favorite location is, is the office, <laughs> which you can only imagine what happened. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately due to COVID, a lot of the hotels and everything are shut down. So I'm left with his nice corner office. And sometimes after work, we both stay late and, you know have a have a shot of tequila and maybe go over the books and have some fun in his office. And yet one day when we were both completely nude and kind of made a mess in his on his desk, in walks our CFO through the front door. And I can hear him and I was terrified. I'm naked on the desk and here was the CFO. He didn't see me luckily because I am so quick. I hid behind the door and it was the whole situation was terrifying. My boss runs out, tries to go greet him, kind of corrals him in the front. Keep in mind, my boss has no socks on, no underwear. His hair is a little messed up and trying to avoid me coming out of the, of the room. And oh my goodness, like just thinking about it gives me goosebumps because I was like, oh goodness, this is the moment where, uh, where they find out. But oh God, it was, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was, but it's like the thrill of it at the same time. You know, I was oddly laughing behind the door when I was hiding and I wanted to slap myself. Like, why am I laughing? You should be crying. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. And so do you, do you think that it's ever going to be exposed? You know, I, I don't think so. That was like, we're pretty careful. That was pretty close. That was unfortunate. You know, no one really enters our office at later hours and we, we got caught with our pants down, no pun intended, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think it is because for three years I've kept it a secret. And the, my one coworker who is a dear friend of mine, and I, I wouldn't normally tell, tell a coworker, but you know, I confide in her and she's like, I don't even know how you keep it all a secret because she, you can't even tell through your day to day or, you know, your communication with each other. I keep it very even keeled. So I don't think it will, but I think it'll come out on our own terms, which is something that he wants to do in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I would imagine that you've, you've had that talk at some point of whether or not to take it to the next level or not. What is the consensus? Like, what do you guys think is on the, the horizon for you? You know, that's another interesting question because he's at a very interesting stage of his life. So he's in the process of separating from his wife. And I don't want to be intrusive on that by any means. I come from, I'm a product of divorce and I've seen what it does to kids. And I don't want to ever be a factor in that equation. So I want him to wrap that up as best that he can in the most, most cordial way. And, and, you know, maybe we can take it a step further, but at the same time, I think it's beautiful just being free with each other. He's, he doesn't need to, you know, 
be exclusive with one another. And I don't either. And I admire the fact that he's open to me being, you know, seeing other individuals as long as him and I have a really special bond and we always know that we're good. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. You know, I don't need a title. I don't need any of that. As long as I know that we've got each other's back with or without each other, that's what, um, that's what means a lot to me. All right. So in your terms, what do you think is the secret to being a better lover? Honesty. Definitely. I think honesty, because once you're honest, you open up in ways that I don't, that you never have before probably. And it allows you to go to a whole other dimension of, um, kind of approaching how you approach them, you know, and it's, it's beautiful when, when one can be honest with one another and, you know, genuine, cause it's hard to tell a hundred percent of the truth. It's really difficult. But when, when you can see that sincere side of someone else, then all of a sudden you're seeing each other on a, on a level that, you know, no one else can. And that's what's special in life. That's what I think life's all about is finding those intimate moments where like, you, you'll remember that. You'll remember it until the day you die. Absolutely. And so walk us through a time that you've had to exercise some communication skills. Yeah. Maybe there was a time that you guys got in a fight or something like that. Yeah. How do yeah. you how do you resolve that? Or it could be a different partner also, you know. Yes. Well, resolving it is you know, luckily we actually don't get in fights. I'm I'm the one who kind of gets uncomfortable with situations sometimes because you know, sleeping with your employer one night and then going into the meeting the next morning, you know, there may be circumstances that you're not happy with. And that's very difficult to manage. And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying, you know, we're continually working towards, there's no perfecting it, but just getting better. And there was one day where I had a little bit of like a little meltdown and I don't have meltdowns. I'm very, I'm go with the flow, but all of a sudden I was overwhelmed and in a meeting with many, you know, a lot of other people around my whole attitude changed. And I hate that because I'm, I'm always the happy, enthusiastic one of the group. And all of a sudden, I couldn't get out of my head the scenario that was running last night when I was seeing him in a whole other being. And now he's telling me a situation that I'm not happy with, you know, work-related. And I couldn't, I could not, the lines were so blurred. The mm. lines were so blurred. The boundaries, there are no boundaries at that point. So I just had to speak up. I got in the car with him and it just came out. Like, I, I just don't know what to do. Mm. Threw my hands up and I don't know what to do. And luckily, he's an amazing communicator. And you know, exactly what we said, like being honest, that's the best thing I think you could be. And he's, I'm honest, he's honest to a point where we can find a resolution. If there's no resolution, that's fine. And that's, that is what it is. But I've had those, those moments because everything's, those boundaries are so murky. Yeah. It's, it's hard, you know, but it's worth it at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. cool. All right. So we're getting towards, we're working towards wrapping up here. So I think I, I'd love to, I'd love to end with, I'd love to end with, we've had such a good, a good conversation about the dynamics between the taboo and how you keep it under the rug and how you mm -hmm. maintain composure throughout that. So to close out our, our time together, share a story or share a life lesson that you've learned from this experience. Yeah, a good one. So I'll keep this as concise as possible, but unfortunately my family had a very, or when I was a young teenager, my father, my parents were married for 20 years. My father ran off with a sugar baby and it was actually his employee 
and turned into a horrendous four-year divorce, lots of lawyers and legal fees. So I was traumatized and I never wanted that to uh, you know, be a part of my life. And then what am I doing? I'm messing around with my boss oh. who is getting out of a, you know, a separation and divorce. So that is, uh, that, that's my, one of my biggest problems with everything, because I never want anyone to think that I'm doing what I did to my family. So I would say like, you know, the, the lesson I've learned from it all is that it's all, it, it is what you make it. I'm not the same girl that messed up my family by any means. And I define what I want. I define the relationship by my own means, by our means. And if it feels right to me, if it feels good, not just sensationally, but mentally, emotionally, physically, then I'm going to go for it. And that's a scary leap that I've taken. That's a really scary leap because he's everything I shouldn't want. But at the same time, he's everything I do. So, yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, like it, it's something that you, you're not supposed to eat where you shit. Or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like you can get another job if if push comes to shove. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, I think that's I think that's gonna happen at some point, but we're actually always going to want to work together because we're passionate about the same things and we're excited to, you know, leave a mark together. It's it's cool. It's fun when you can talk like big picture and big dreams with, you know, someone that you're that intimate with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been, this has been really a, a good episode and I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked to, to have this perspective and, and to just hear your vulnerability. So it's, it's been a lot yeah, of fun. It's scary talking about this. I'm not going to lie. I got the jitters, <laughs> but no, I think people should, you know, if, if anyone else is in the same situation or something similar, you know, being open about it is the right thing to do. There's no reason to be so closed off and I'm learning to be more open about it every day, but also protecting my my reputation, which yeah. you know, it's, it's all growth in its own way. Well, you know, like workplace, workplace romance has been a part of mm -hmm. the story for so long, especially it's like that you spend so much time there. Yeah. Look at all the porn that's workplace room, like workplace sex. You have like the stepfather, stepdaughter <laughs> thing is like probably like the most popular. But I think like after that would most likely, I would say is like workplace porn. It's 100%. people have yeah. like these fantasies and these fetishes about like and hooking up real. with the people at their work. Yeah. Cause you and develop it's not, connections. It's not bad. Yeah. No. It's not bad. And that's why I had to get out of my head. It's, it's okay that I'm like falling for this guy. It's okay. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a whirlwind, but I'm down. <laughs> yeah. And it'll work out. I think that's, I think that's the moral yeah. of the story. Like, you know, I've had yeah. a few people that, that I've known that, you know, have had the professional relationship and, and after some time they've been able to, to make it work out. You know, maybe one of them leaves the job and one of them stays or something mm -hmm. like that, but yeah. Or you guys start yeah. something new together. Who knows? And the best thing is that I don't know, but you yeah. know what I, what I do know is, you know, 10 years, if I run into him, I'm going to greet him the exact same that I do now. I'm still with the same smile, same love and compassion, regardless if, you know, who knows where I am, if, if I'm married kids, if he's remarried kids, you know, the whole thing, but I always see him with the same eyes. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. well, awesome. Well, Madison, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Noah. Appreciate it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to swing by Apple. Leave us a review there so we can help sharing the show with other people. If they see those good reviews, they'll tune in as well. And if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single to t tell us your story. You can also DM me on Instagram at followNoah. Introduce yourself and we'll get you on.
That's it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.